and we are live with this week's edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson, Grayson G Marino, and for this week's guest host, Sean Mulgan is back on up with us on the call today as we preview the upcoming NFL season. It seems like a while ago the NFL season just wrapped up, but lo and behold, we are now just a few days away from opening day kickoff between the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. Should be an overall great season, guys. What are we looking forward to going into this upcoming season? Sean, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that my team at least continues off their momentum for last year. Absolutely. Um, other than that, I'm just looking – I'm just really looking forward to football coming back again. Uh, hands down, that's about it. I am thankful for Bill, Bill O'Brien for hopefully reviving the career of Mac Jones. <laughs> I didn't think I could say <laughs> oh, save it, but yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're really going to start this off with that. Oh, Listen, we'll, we'll we'll be previewing each team as we go into the oh. you know divisional talks. But oh, man, yeah, that was a it was a rough uh, a rough offensive season for New England last I year. But... Lead off with Mac Jones. Oh. Well, that's what I was thankful for. I'm oh, thankful for God. Bill O'Brien. He's, also, he's oh. got to be thankful for his team. He has no choice. Yeah, I I mean I guess so, but that's just. Are you uh... not Are you not thankful for Wink Martindale? Always. I, I am always thankful for Wink Martindale. There you go. So I'm actually, actually, as a matter of fact, I'm thankful for the entire coaching staff because honestly, Wink and and Dayball, they I have like the greatest joke. sneaker game in the world. <laughs> That's true, though. They always look yeah, good. There's always they always got fresh kicks on. Like it's 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 hot. And we'll we'll talk about the Giants a little bit later on the show as we preview the NFC East, <sighs> but. Overall, uh, what are some of the bigger storylines that you guys have off off the top of your head going into the season? There's a, a big time off season, a lot of moves being done. Obviously, one of them was Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. We had some coaching changes as well, and a lot of movement overall in terms of free agency. What really stood out to you going into this off season, and what you're going to be looking forward to as the season is just a couple of days away from kicking off? Um, I'm 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 gonna say. And it really pains me to say this, and I'm sure it pains Johnson to hear it. But it's it, to me, it's got to be Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Yeah. No, I'm excited to look at that too I mean, because it's gonna it's gonna be they're gonna be under a microscope. They already are. They're on yeah. hard knocks. There we go. And I'm excited to see have a such detailed version of this collapse that's upcoming. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't totally disagree with Johnson. I mean, I would never equate real life to Madden or a video game. But any season that I've seen simulated people playing or me playing, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, that's it. They're done. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a, it's a big problem. And even if he stays healthy, that offensive line is kind of trash. That has been a weak spot for the Jets for a while now, and that is going to be something that they're going to have to fix as the season goes on potentially or maybe just in the offseason. But there's a big – you know, there's a short window for the Jets to try to win – a Super Bowl because you essentially have Rodgers for maybe at most two seasons. So you have to get it done in these next two years or else you're right back listen, to square one. Listen, he could win MVP all he wants for the last couple of seasons. No, he didn't win it last year because he was he was garbage last season. Yeah, he had a rough at least year. garbage garbage about Aaron Rodgers uh, standards. He's gonna be forty years old midway through the season. Uh it what he's not really that strong offensively anymore. I think he's kinda tapped unless you 
this somehow revitalizes him. Like the way Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and kind of gave him a boost in all his stats. I don't think it's going to be the same way for the Jets because Tampa Bay already had way more established stars in the Jets. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, though, I mean, I really just think Rodgers is more excited, if anything. Like, this is the first time I feel like he's had a younger core around him, I guess is the way I put it, where he doesn't have to worry about pissing off any older receivers. Like, they're all new to him. I mean, you got Garrett Wilson, who looks like he's going to be an absolute unit. He might have Devontae Adams 2.0. Maybe. I, and that is our first sheep take could, of the podcast. Not be, even five minutes in. That could be the first mush oh, of the season, though. I was about to say, total mush. Yeah. It's all right. You know what? I'll take that risk. Garrett Wilson's a beast. Any Jets fans out there, I apologize in advance. <sighs> I don't, um, I don't, but still I sorry. No, I really don't. Um, but yeah, there there was just a lot of movement in the offseason. Another move the Jets made was also getting Dalvin Cook, which I think is another thing to look out for this season and see how they handle both him and Brees Hall in that backfield. But uh, yeah, go out, John. I think that was one of the low key, low key underrated moves, if you could say it's underrated, of of the of the offseason or or preseason, whatever you want to call it. Um, him, him and Brees Hall together. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, I don't think this town has seen a combination of backs like that since Ron Dane and Tiki Barber or Earth, Wind and Fire. It's just, I mean, uh, I mean, it's the Giants 2.0 essentially. Yeah, I will say they have undeniable talent in their backfield. That's one at their right. skill yes. position. 100%. Very good. 100%. Um, I, I still don't believe in the defense, but um, I'm sorry, Nick, I was cutting you Ooh, off. No, uh, no, you're fine. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know about the entire defense, but I know their they're, they're defense they defense's front eight, or at least front four, is, is insane. Yeah. They got one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. Secondary is really good, too. The, the uh, secondary is fire. I mean, <laughs> didn't Jalen Hyatt just burn Sauceville? Uh, You're I, talking about preseason. I, 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 I don't know. I don't care about the the preseason is is pointless because nobody nobody's playing up to up to snuff. Yeah, like you gotta give it a second. Like well, here's what I'll say: It seems like as if we're already getting into maybe some of the previewing for each division. So. I think it's already starting off with the Jets. <laughs> no, it, you know it's not, it's not a big issue that we're going ahead of schedule, and that's fine whatsoever. Um, we've already talked about some of the Jets moves. Let's continue in the AFC East. Um, I'll let Johnson. I'll let Johnson. You know, go defer to him if he wants to go now or maybe later on as we preview the rest of the division. Uh, would you like to preview your New England Patriots going into this upcoming season? Uh, yeah, so I'll go into the New England Patriots. We still don't have wide receivers. We somehow got <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, you got Juju. Uh, y- yeah, I mean, he's going to be the guy, but is he actually the guy? Let's be real. Oh. Um, I mean, he'd be a wide receiver, too, on any other team. That- that's what I'm trying to say. But what yeah. I will say is we have some pretty sneaky players like Kendrick Bourne, which I think is going to make a really big leap this year. That He, he was getting involved last year, uh, even though he's uh, technically – Slated as receiver, you were gonna see my favorite player, uh, Matthew Slater, which is with greatest special teams player of all time. <laughs> oh, it's just man. 
Mr. Pro Bowl himself. Uh, at tight ends, I think we got we got a good group, uh, good duo in Mike Kosicki and Hunter Henry. Yeah. Uh, they're both pretty injured a lot, so maybe get 16 games at both those guys. In the backfield, I like it. <laughs> we got uh, we got Ramondre Stevenson, who had a really strong campaign last year. Pretty much kicked Damian Harris out of New England, and they brought Zeke as his backup. I think that's a really good one-two punch. You can say what you want about Zeke, but I think as a backup, he'll be great. Uh, you currently have Malik Cunningham and Bailey Zappi on the practice squad. Is that Macarel too today? I think the practice squad. Yeah, so you're going to have a lot of guys going out there trying to get reps, try to be the, um, the, the eventual number two quarterback. And I think you have some good pieces on defense like Kyle Ducker. I think he's going to continue to improve because he is such a great athlete. And now that he's learning in a defensive system under Belichick for a couple of years, I think he'll be one of the surprise players this year. All this will finish second in division, though. I mean, that's what you could only second? hope for. How about that last? Okay, I, I've said this. Uh, I, I've said this publicly listen. to multiple people. Grayson, I will bet you a thousand dollars that they do not finish last. They, I don't see them finishing last, Grayson. I, I don't see that happening. I bet, I, I, and every person that's oh, they're going to finish. Okay, I'll bet you a thousand dollars they're not going to finish last. If Tua, if you have that confidence, Tua stays alive. They're uh-huh. finishing dead last. Uh huh. Yeah. If Tua and Aaron Rodgers both somehow don't get injured when I they're playing for two of the most cursed franchises in I'm the history of the say, NFL, I disagree. Though I think I'm the not Jets' locker room is oh. built on Indian burial ground. I can't. Oh God. oh God. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Zach Wilson, but they won. Uh, you know, they're still winning games with him. G- great. Is it enough to finish? No. Above the Patriots? Yes, the Patriots No, suck. no it's not. And Mac I'll, Jones I'll... is their quarterback. That is basically... You're, the you're equi- just an Auburn hater. No. I, what are you talking about? You're a know. big fan of Auburn. Auburn. So you hate Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, an Auburn. Fa- he's an Auburn fan. That's a hater yeah, of Auburn. Of course. That's facts. I'll agree with that with you, Johnson. Like I but said, Grace, if you want to take me up, it's public all, out though. here right now. I'll take you up a thousand dollars. I don't trust a less. single Alabama quarterback. Sorry. Oh, but which you trust means, Ohio State quarterback. Which means Bryce Young, he does not trust either. I and I will never trust that man. He but you was trust not Ohio big. State quarterbacks. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's let's move on for the next team because I think we got a little bit carried away with that. We're going to preview who we think is going to win the division wow. and where each you know team will finish in wow. this AFC East. How about some of the moves the Miami Dolphins made in this offseason? Obviously, there's been rumors as of late that they might be trading Jonathan Taylor. Not sure if that's going to go down, considering that they're, you know, the rumor right now is that Jalen Waddle is what the Colts wanted in that deal. So don't really see that happening. But the Dolphins' biggest move of the offseason, they got Jalen Ramsey from the Los Angeles Rams. Unfortunately for them, though, Ramsey's going to be out for pretty much a good chunk of the season with an injury. So that's really going to hurt them as the season goes on. But the Dolphins, I think, you know, Johnson said it earlier, it really comes down to what the health of Tua uh, Tungabailoa is going to be for the entire year. We saw the concussion issues he had last season. If he stays healthy this year, the Dolphins are going to be a playoff contender for sure. But if he doesn't, it's going to be another tough year for Miami. Oh, that's a great – I'll agree on that. I mean, yeah. if Tua stays healthy, and I'm, uh, again, I guess technically Alabama, uh, if Tua stays healthy, they'll be in contention. If not, they're – Awful at quarterback. It's awful. Jets legend Mike White's the backup. Don't you dare! But oh. I don't hate. I don't oh. hate it though. I love me some Mike White. So you know what? Maybe yeah. I'll be surprised. This guy. I don't get his takes on quarterbacks. Would Mike White ever do wrong? No, because you're over here shitting on Mac Jones. Like, oh, but I love Mike White. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 
Mac Jones has been a bum his whole career, including uh, what has Alabama. Mike White done so far? He's like, oh, he's pushing 28, 29 years old. What has he done? He has produced know. a terrible Jets teams. He had that one game, and everything else was trash. No, he's Thank had you. two good games. I'll give him two. He had one good game, and everything else was garbage. And this comes from, you could say what you want about Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts and Craig Carton. These are Jets fans that hate the guy. Period. They wanted to see him perform, and he didn't. When the when the bright lights were on, he did next to nothing. Man, I still love me some Mike White. I, I can't help I, it. If I was a Dolphin fan and 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 Tua got hurt, I'd I'd be fine with Skylar Thompson. I'd rather yeah, have Skylar you know, Thompson right. than Mike White. Skylar did. Decently in that playoff game, that that's fair. I mean, I mean, I'd even be fine with them going on to the scrap heap and signing uh, um, Matt Ryan out of a nursing home. Okay, I don't know about that. Matt Ryan cannot do anything anymore. Matt Ryan's got a nice gig at CBS. Let him stay there. I he 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 could do more for me than Mike White. I disagree. Why are we having this conversation? I don't know. Grayson, Grayson started this nonsense. I brought up Mike White, but at the same time, I just I think it would. Grayson get to seems to think that Mike White is the greatest thing on the planet. No, I did not this say is, that. This is as bad as the no, take no, I had about Jay Cutler, no, no, no. and he compared him to Cam Newton. All right, let's move on to the next team because I Cam I'm not Newton's still better. That. I'm not. No, no, you're an idiot, Grayson. No, you're an absolute gonna, idiot. We're just not gonna get there. Um, for Buffalo Bills wise, not really. Big time offseason moves for the Bills. They did get Dalton Kincaid in this past NFL draft. That's pretty much the biggest move they made of the offseason. They're going to be without Von Miller for the first couple weeks of the season as well. But again, this is another make or break year for the Bills. There's rumors about Stephon Diggs potentially wanting out. So you really want to keep him, you know, happy and stay with the team. But if Buffalo doesn't get to the Super Bowl this year or even win it, who knows if there's going to be changes being made in the next couple months for this team. So they really need to get something going. Otherwise, like I said, who knows what this team's going to be looking like next year. Well, they fired the DC, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Leslie Frazier, yep. They got rid of him. Yep, they fired Leslie Fl- Frazier. He was a sacrificial lamb. I think it's the entire coaching staff. Yeah. Anyway, what has the head coach of the Bills done so far? I mean, McDermott's had some great years overall. I mean, they had a really good opportunity that, and you know, that one year. I I always forget what I think it was twenty twenty one against the Chiefs, and that was the that was their chance right there. They went into great. Arrowhead, and you know, thirteen seconds left, they gave up the touch, they gave up the field goal, they go into overtime, and then they lose that game in overtime, which led great. to the new NFL rules for overtime. So that was the best me, opportunity. So to me. Uh... He's done nothing in six years. He's he's had six years at head coach, and the most memorable moment he has is losing in the AFC uh, AFC championship game. That he got the last time he was there was the COVID year, right? So to me, he has no at least in the non COVID years, he's he's has nothing but wild card games and divisional games. Uh, I mean this this kind of strikes me as. Um, and I don't want to say that this team is as good as that Giants team that won Super Bowl 42, but this kind of strikes me off the gate as the same kind of feeling. Everybody wants the coach gone, and Tom Coughlin came out and responded. I'm not saying that it's going to work out the exact same way for Sean McDermott and the Bills, but that's what I see out of this. Everyone wants him gone. He's on the hot seat. If he 
they start out, however, uh, fire them, fire them, fire them. And maybe that's the motivation they need. You know what, too, though? I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah, they've lost in division rounds and they've lost in the uh, AFC Championship. But, like, you're forgetting. They went up against the Chiefs, what, twice? Yes. And, and the Bengals. Like, it's not like they're losing the bum teams. So, like, I've, so I've got so Grayson. I, I, I understand, but it's not like they're losing the bum teams, like you said. What is the competing. definition of insanity? But... Th- it is you're doing talking, the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You're talking what two of these games are one possession losses, like right? Th- but one of them was so egregiously bad. Oh that's no, why. I'm that's, that's the point. The AFC and Chain at the end of it, this guy, yeah, at the end, he's still responsible for the rest of his, of course, coaching staff. So he I'm goes not, down with the ship. I, look, until he has a losing season, I see it very hard. Or a subpar season, I see it very hard for them. To well, listen, ready. this division is going to be one of the toughest ones in football. You could venture to say it's probably the toughest division in all of football because it is. each team could yeah, make yeah. a case to winning this division and 100%. fighting for a postseason spot. With that being said, who do we have winning this division? And you can even list off how you want how you rank these teams in the standings at the end of the season if you want to. But overall, who do you think is going to win the AFC East? Uh, can I speak? Sure. Uh, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets in that order. Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Dolphins Jets. Dol- Jets in last place. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Bills. Oh, man. Bills, Jets, Patriots, Dolphins. Okay. Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots. You know what? I feel like I'm going to do Buffalo a favor. <laughs> no, pick them. Pick them. Hey, you got to pick them. You got to pick them, Nick. You uh, can't but, not pick them. Yeah, but then they're going to get mushed. I don't want to do that. I can't do that to Buffalo. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sean, you know I can't do that to Buffalo. I, uh, I know. I know. I didn't want to pick them for that reason I, either. I, but I'm going to nope. bite the bullet. I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm uh-huh. going to put the New York Jets as my division winner. And congratulations! Now we've mushed both the Bills and the Jets. <laughs> that's but that's a good th- it, well maybe that's not for Buffalo, for but it's a good thing for the Jets because I want that team mushed to hell. Say so, someone at least is happy. I can't do that to Buffalo having all four of us pick them. In my heart, Buffalo is going to win, but I think if there's going to be a second team that gives them the most problems, it's probably going to be the Jets. That's in my opinion, but I could be completely wrong. Um. We'll now stay in the AFC. We'll move on to the next division. And we'll go into the AFC North. And this is another division where you could make the case that each one of these teams has an opportunity to win this division. I know it's crazy to think about that with the Bengals and, the and you know, having their strong success the last couple of seasons. But Baltimore is still a team that's been contending these last couple of years. The Browns have been getting better, at the, you know, the last two years. And Pittsburgh is still a young, scrappy team. But who knows? Any given day, they could pull out a win considering the the type of caliber head coach they have in Mike Tomlin. Um, overall, you look at some of these teams and what they've done in the offseason. The Bengals have had an up-and-down offseason. They lost both their starting safeties. They did get Orlando Brown from the Kansas City Chiefs to be the new you know blindside blocker for Joe Burrow. Um, they are going to have some issues, it looks like, defensively on the season. But overall, their offense is still one of the best in the game with Burrow, Mixon, 
T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, just to name off a few. They got Irv Smith and the Vikings as the new tight end. Um, where do you guys look at Cincinnati going into the season compared to these other teams as they look to be another, you know, have another opportunity to maybe get back to the Super Bowl? I, I, I still say that Cincinnati's the class of this division right now. I agree. Uh, I, I don't see it any other way. Pittsburgh, I, I don't believe in Kenny Pickett. Not yet. That's fair. Not right now. He's he's not proved it's that still, he could do it's anything. Still early, yeah. And I mean, Cleveland's Cleveland. They're gonna they're gonna be there and and do what they do. And the same with Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore, I like a little bit more what Baltimore did in the offseason. I like the signing of Odell. I wish he would have got signed with the Giants, but whatever. I like Zay Flowers. Again, another guy I wish fell to the Giants. Uh, you know, but they're kind of, to me, Cleveland and Baltimore are kind of interchangeable. I think for Baltimore, they the issue for them the last couple of seasons has been injuries, and that's what's killed them these last couple of years. Lamar Jackson got injured last season. They had to start Tyler Huntley down the stretch. They still made the playoffs despite that fact. But not having your former MVP playing for you really hurts your opportunity because it you know takes out one of your dual threat opportunities and one of your best players overall, not only on your team, but in the entire NFL. So I think for Baltimore, if they're going to have any chance this season, they just need to stay healthy overall, which is not easier said than done. Well, all but, these guys got to stay healthy. Obviously, yeah. yeah. It's it's if, listen. If Deshaun, let's in a miracle situation where not miracle, but an unfortunate situation where Deshaun Watson, uh, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson all get injured, is it set, is, and the Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett does take that second leap? Is it is it the Steelers' division all of a sudden? Maybe, but I mean, yeah, that's, they that's all got to stay that's, healthy. That's, that's a lot of ifs, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of ifs, but Lamar has his health problems. Deshaun hasn't been that great, and Joe Burrow is currently injured, so yeah. never know. Um, unlikely, unlikely, but uh, you never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Lamar is a running back at heart, so you, you know he could always get hurt. True. But remember, they have a they changed the offensive quarters in the offseason, and that could lead to maybe them throwing the football a lot more. Tom Munkin from Georgia, who's the new OC at the Ravens. That's what they did at Georgia. They threw the ball a decent amount. So that could change maybe. They still definitely still run the ball with Lamar, but they might be leaning into maybe doing a little bit more passing in their system, considering now they have some new wide receivers to throw to. And you saw Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in all football. You could say that all you want, but I, I really just – I'm never confident Lamar Jackson actually getting through reads enough and quick enough where he ends up yeah. scrambling. So – you could say that all you want. Oh, they're going to drop back. Lamar's still going to scramble more than anything. Of course. He can't I, help himself. I, I think, to me, the biggest problem with this Baltimore team is, and this is something I talk about my friends at work and my friends out of work and stuff, is that growing up when I was in high school and whatnot, those Baltimore defenses were insane. Yeah. From, from my freshman year of high school, probably until about the time I turned 25, they, I mean, they just kept they just kept finding guys and replacing guys, and they they never lost. They never lost anything. The teams were their defenses were just as good, if not better, than the previous year. It is unheard of, and yeah. it, their defenses are just not the same. Right. Yeah, but I also think that it comes down to. I mean, I just think they at that point they just have a great scouting department, and now the, the league has changed with scouting. I think it's a little bit more, I'd say generalized, I guess, is the best way to put it. 
Where for the most part, there you don't see as many diamonds in the rough because well, people. Oh, I'm saying defensively. Like you find them offensively, but I'm, defensively, who who I mean, really is a diamond? Like they're there, you just gotta find them. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that they're not looking that deep anymore. Where well, then, like teams would okay, their scouts would be at games more now. From I mean, I have a friend of mine that works uh, in the NFL as a scout. Well, was a scout. But they do a lot more of computer work than actually going to see teams. So everything's cut for these guys now. Where back then they had to go and see see games more. Yeah. Yeah, but at, at the same token, like you said, with with the technology expanding and advancing, you can sit at home and catch almost all these games. I can tell you the amount of times I flipped through games local and there's there's Columbia and Dartmouth and and teams like that you know that that aren't these top tier teams even division 2 teams you, you catch them on the TV it's a matter of finding them i guess that's true I, I just feel like they don't look as hard for these extra players as much as they used to i i i disagree with you cuz i i think they're i think they're always doing their work is at the end of the day this guy you know Joe Smith, the scout, he of eventually course. wants to be a general manager, and he's of only going to do that if he's going to find Joe Smith, the diamond in the rough. No, and that's fair, but I'm just saying over the last, I, I'd say five to ten years, or I'd say five, I don't really, I can't really think of players that are true impact players. Brock Purdy. I, I was saying defensively, but. I mean, okay. he's an impact player, but. Uh, but I started my point defensive, but whatever. Defensively, that, like, you find. Like, there's very few. There's even fewer than I feel like there were before. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure I 100% agree with that because, I mean, there's just no way to sit back here and fact check. Of course, you, you, you know. I'm saying, it's just my opinion. Uh, well, I just. I'll say I this. I'll now ask your guys' opinion on who do we think is going to win this division. Now, it seems like everyone is going to lean towards the Bengals. I'm not. Um, you know. Okay. So, what do we have then for this AFC North division? It, it, it makes me want to throw up. Are oh, you going to say what I think you're going to say? I, I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Ravens, Bengals, Brown Steelers. Okay. Uh, I just think the Ravens defense as it's not what it so, used to be by any means. But so wait, so he's yeah, trusting Lamar on. even though yeah, he continue. Trust Lamar, yeah. but he's picking on the win the division. I'm, I'm <laughs> trusting the defense because I think offensively, even though he doesn't throw as well, he's still going to be able to run the damn ball. Like no other. Okay. When he's healthy, he runs the ball like no other player. So, really. are you picking the Bengals to finish last? Then no, I finished. I no, he said second. second. Oh, okay, he said second. I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear the Bengals. He said, and I got he said really the, confused. No, they're, they're yeah. the Bengals are going to be. 
I think it's going to come down to one game. I really think it's going to be that close between the two of them. Okay. But I'm going with the Ravens just because Burrow's going. Burrow's not going to be fully healthy by the time. Like what? There's are they projecting him back? He is for playing one. one. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like he might not be fully locked in yet. Okay. I, I, I'm going to say uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I okay. hate you, Sean, because that's exactly where I was going to. Uh, I just I, I don't think that the that the Ravens are going to be hold be able to hold up. Like I said, their defense isn't as good as it used to be. I don't trust Lamar Jackson at all. I just, I, I just don't think they're there. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure that Cleveland is there. I just think that, I just I, think Cleveland has better pieces in certain spots than Baltimore. Yeah, especially defensively. Defensively, and their running back. Yeah, their running back is is a tank. Uh, Deshaun have, can, you know, and they have a better number one wide receiver in Amari Cooper. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and yes, they have the better quarterback play in Baltimore. But Watson, I think, with a you know with a half season played last season, if you want to call it that, and now he gets a full season this year, I think you'll start to. And listen, I don't want to see it happen because of what he did, but I think you'll start to see the old Deshaun Watson in terms of his game ability and playing style. And mm-hmm. that could lead. I think that could lead the Browns. I have them as one of my playoff teams this season, so. I really could see the Browns making a nice jump this year. And I think it's big also because Stefanski could be one of those guys in the hot seat maybe at the end of the season if things don't work out for Cleveland. So I'm yeah. not sure, but I think they get it done this year. They make the postseason once again. All right, I don't so, disagree. So I'm going to go fade both of you guys. I'm going to say Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, okay. Browns. Uh, I like what the Steelers did. I think Kenny Pickett's going to take that second-year leap. I don't think it's going to be enough to win the division, but I think it's going to be enough to get them uh, into the playoffs, uh, yeah. maybe win nine or ten games, and think finish second in the division. I like that I have Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson. I think Pat Fryermuth is going to make a really, really big uh, leap this year. Uh, but I'm, I'm still taking him at second for now. Joe Burrow, number one, and uh, the Steelers, number two. Okay. Um, we'll move on next to the AFC South. Um, I think we all are. Pretty I think there's nothing really much to talk yeah. about here. The here the things you're going to look forward to in this division is how was Jacksonville going to do in their quote unquote second year now under Doug Peterson after a very good year one where they made the playoffs, won a playoff game, almost won a second one against the Chiefs. Um, you expected them to make some new strides and get back into the postseason this year. You look at the rest of the division, the Titans are in a quarterback carousel right now. Tannehill could be the starter. It looks like he is for now, but they also have Will Levis and Malik Willis. Uh, they got DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason, which I think really does help that offense overall. Uh, you still have Derrick Henry. Their defense is, st- is honestly, in my opinion, one of the more underrated defenses in the entire NFL. I don't think a lot of people talk about how good their defense has been the last couple seasons. So I think that will maybe keep them in the hunt. I just don't think that's enough to get past Jacksonville. The Colts... What much more can you say? You have a rookie quarterback going into this year. Jonathan Taylor is not going to be playing the first couple of games, maybe potentially the entire season. So that already hurts your offense as it is. And I'm not sure how they're going to do overall in the season. I think this is just a, a development year and see how Richardson does and you know see what you have in him. And the Texans are kind of the same thing. I mean, you have a rookie head coach as well as the Colts do. But you have D'Amico Ryans in Houston. 
with the rookie quarterback at C.J. Stroud. Also got Will Anderson in the NFL draft. Um, they have a lot of you know tough pieces to build off of. Not really good wide receiving core. Damian Pierce is one of the better young younger backs in the NFL. That's going to be something to see if he has a good sophomore season after a really strong freshman campaign in terms of college, if you want to go by that those type of terms. Um, and you look at their defense. I mean, Anderson's going to be one of those guys that are going to look forward to maybe being the next quote-unquote J.J. Watt for that team to be the quote-unquote leader of that entire defensive front. But other than that, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Jacksonville, it's their division to lose. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's not even close, honestly. And unless someone is feeling risky like we nope. were last season. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> I, we're gonna, we'll move on to the AFC West. Um, my, my, my only last comment yeah, go ahead. On, on, on the South is, is what Indianapolis did in the draft. They, they, they missed a big opportunity to draft a guy who's going to be the best quarterback that comes out of this draft and will have us. Oh my God. They drafted. No, I'm serious because they drafted a project. Okay. I think the kid will, will be, will be fine, but he needed to go to a team like Tennessee where he could play behind somebody for a year, maybe two. No, that's what loves. I don't think the kid is ready. Well, apparently Levis isn't ready. They're not starting him. That's... And that's smart. It's smart. We need to get away from. I understand that you gotta that you're taking these guys in the first round and all this stuff. And yeah, it's great. It's the financial investment. I feel like we're I, gonna I, we're gonna come back to this conversation, you, and you Jordan's need... gonna probably not be happy about okay. Levis. So. But but you need to get away from this. Yeah, I drafted the guy number one. He has to play. No, he doesn't have to play. He has to develop. You're not you're not I taking mean, this guy for one season. You're taking this guy for potentially 15 years. Listen, the Colts are pretty much in the case of you want to see what he is, and I think no, I agree. I agree. You got to see what he is, but I, I just didn't that pick because you essentially I, started Gardner Minshew kills a third quarterback. Because you essentially, yeah. if you start Gardner Minshew, you're essentially telling your team. Yeah, we're not ever going to bother this season. We're just essentially "quote unquote" tanking. No, no. You, I mean, maybe, but no. You're, you're not. What you're saying is what you're saying. But what you're saying is is that this kid, we drafted this kid. We want this kid to be the next Peyton Manning or whatever you 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 insert franchise quarterback. So we're we're pushing him off for developmental reasons. This team isn't the team around them. I mean, outside on offensively, outside of Quentin Nelson, is I mean, it's not the greatest team. He doesn't have the greatest weapons. Jonathan Taylor's gone now, so forget that. It's it, there's no one there. There's no one there. Yes, but also too though. I mean, uh, just in the Minshew situation. I mean, Minshew's been a a backup quarterback bouncing around the league for how many years now? I think you don't really have much of a choice, and I love Minshew. But no, go ahead, go ahead. In in this specific situation, I, the Colts don't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. They had to take a guy that they thought could at least attempt to produce right now. But again, we, what we're missing the point is is that I'm not worried about hurting uh, Gardner Minshew's feelings. I'm not worried about putting him out as a sacrificial lamb because of his and messing with his head. If I put Richardson out there before he's ready, he's, right, but, you know, I'm not trying to mess with his but you know development what you're mis- overall. 
you know what you're missing the whole point the whole game of nfl is a business and what's going to attract colts fans going to these games no I'm, I'm, no i get it i, I get it you i understand else, you have nothing else to attract your fans to go to right no, now. i understand i just don't i just don't agree with that i'm also i'm, I, I'm, I'm from i'm sorry i'm from the old school i still believe in you sit for a year and develop and you start year two I'm personally a guy that trial by fire. It... I mean, the kid, the kid could come out and have and have a great year. I'm not saying that he can't. I think I just hoping, like I just like, don't think he's there yet. I think you're hoping kind of what like what happened with Carolina with Cam Newton, where you have this guy that has a good arm, yeah, but can Cam run. Is a little bit more. No, but no, but this is fine. It's not. That's not what I'm getting. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm meaning that like the team that he's going into had a really bad year last season. You're trying to fix. Overall, all the issues that went down. And then in a couple of years, look what happened for Carolina. They went to a Super Bowl and came really close to winning one. The Colts, uh, I'm not saying are anywhere near a Super Bowl, but if Richardson has a good rookie campaign, that will want to attract people to want to go play for the Colts once again because you have a really good young quarterback that can lead you to that chance of getting that Super Bowl ring. But also, too, like, I mean, this is more even a hockey thing, but – when it comes to salary cap, too, now, I mean, look at what these quarterbacks are getting paid off their rookie deals. <laughs> like, I mean, right. it's not anywhere near what it used to be. Uh, yes, but it's still a good chunk coming off. No, I agree. And and again, if you if you listen, See, I have no, I have no. a point of view on rookies that's not that's not unlike Tony Saragusa. Google it. I know. Who are you? No, Who of are course. you? What have you done? You've done nothing. Of course. I, I'm just saying more of the fact of that you're trying to win or at least get to a point where you're really competing by the time his rookie deal's up. No, I, 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 I get it. Slam. I get it. I'm just worried that, you know, you, you know, being that I work in, in, in the mental health industry, and I'm not saying that they have mental health problems, but from, from a, a mental health standpoint of view for a second, psychologically putting a guy out there before he's ready. And it, I mean, it, it messes with you no matter the sport, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, bowling, whatever, it, it, you know, it, if you're not ready, it, you know, it messes with your head. All right. That's fair. Well, we'll move on to the AFC West. And I feel like this is another division where there's going to be one team that maybe gives the chiefs a lot of problems and maybe it's the chargers. But I think at the end of the day, it's another division where there's not much debate in which who's going to win. I think we all have the Chiefs winning the division. I know last year, you know, I thought maybe the Chargers could make that next step. No, I'm going to mush it. Didn't happen to be. We did mush it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No, I'm going to mush it again this year. I'm picking the Chargers. You're going to take the Chargers again. Oh. Yeah, I have to be, I got to be right eventually, right? All right, so I guess I guess you can't find that logic. I'll, I'll ask you in a second about uh, your decision with that picks. But you look at some of the teams in this division, obviously the Chiefs are coming off a Super Bowl win. They're still, you know, no matter what happens, whether what happens in the offseason for them, they still have Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the game. They're going to be contending for a Super Bowl for the next couple of decades at this rate. Uh, the Chargers have a good team on paper, but it's really all about taking that next step. Um, Johnson will get a little, we'll get it, you know, ask him in a little bit about why he, how he thinks the Chargers will make that next step and overtake the Chiefs this year in the division. Uh, the Broncos, Sean Payton is going to have to hopefully be your, 
your savior and try to fix what happened, all the really bad stuff that happened for this team last season, because it can't go any worse for Denver after what happened. And you're really hoping that Russell Wilson gets back to old form. Otherwise, Denver's going to be looking into a quarterback change potentially at the end of the season. And the Raiders, quarterback change, they have Jimmy Garoppolo now. I don't really like what they did this offseason. And I, I think – I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me, but I think they're probably the worst team in this division. I like actually Denver more uh, than them. I, I, right I disagree. Now. I think Denver – yeah, I, 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 uh, uh, no, I disagree. It, yeah, I, it's fine. I just don't like. I just don't like this Raiders team right now. Anytime you have Josh McDaniels as your head coach, I just don't see it. It doesn't work out. It didn't work out last year for for Vegas, and I don't think it's going to work out again. Uh, I don't know. I, I I like I like. Well, first off, I think that that the Raiders obviously I think they got the best tight end in the draft, and I think they got a guy that's going to develop. And as much as this hates me, he's going to develop into uh, the guy from Dallas, and I'm not saying his name. Okay, but but he's that kid is going to be that kid is going to be the next big thing at tight end, Michael Mayer. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely potential there. Um, I, I think I think offensively, I I feel they have better weapons than what uh, uh, they, they, Russell Wilson has never. And yeah, Jerry Judy got hurt today. Yeah, with Jerry Judy got hurt. Right, I agree. It's I just think that for some reason this is going to backfire for Vegas. It just seems like that's been the you know the continuing thing that's been going on for them these last couple of years, and where they made the playoffs a couple of seasons ago. And everything that could go wrong for them has gone wrong, right? You ha- you've had players getting, you know, going to jail. Players getting fired for posting videos about guns. They have, you know, your quarterback who's being exiled from the team for not doing anything. Like he was the mild face of that franchise for you for so long, and then he gets becomes the sacrificial, you know, person for that entire team because of how bad the season went last year. And they have to start Jared Stidham the rest of the way. And now you have Jimmy Garoppolo. And to me, that's a clear downgrade from Derek Carr. I don't know if I, I, you, I don't, you might disagree with that. I think it's a clear downgrade from Derek Carr. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's not a downgrade. It's just, I mean, Garoppolo has played in he has. Uh, 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 McDaniels' system. So, so I think that that lends itself to saying, hey, this guy might be in a better position knowledge wise than, than, um, than Derek Carr. Listen, the, the, my other concern is Garoppolo's had some injury issues the last couple of years too. So he goes down. I don't even know who, who's next man up for, for Vegas. I think it's, point. um, um uh, who is it? It's, uh, uh, Ian O'Connell, Brian Hoyer. I have Ian O'Connell. Yeah. It's one of the two. I mean, you, it's either a rookie quarterback <sighs> or a veteran that's been there for how long now? So. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're, you know, that they're a, a polished piece by by any means. I, I, I'll say that I think that, I mean, I, I didn't like them passing on on a quarterback in this current draft. Nope. I thought maybe they should have drafted somebody, given that you need you had a need and you chose not to take anybody. It puts you in a real precarious position, as not only as a general manager and a head coach, but you're now relying on next year, right? You know how far how far down can you kick the bucket? Well, 
for that team. Well, I mean, they're, they're, it's a good quarterback class again this year. So if Garoppolo has a bad season, I mean, I mean, I think they'd be taking a quarterback anyway, unless yeah, unless um, someone somewhere happens to be available as a free agent that they that they think they can run with for a few years, but. Yeah, but I don't even think you take that if risk. There's there, a, if there's a city to attract you to go there and play, and we'll give you a lot of money, it's definitely Vegas. So they have so, they have that go. But so we're gonna give a swing, uh, baby. Yeah, can I get a Chargers preview? Yeah, you can get your Chargers preview. I know we. All right, this is, this is my Chargers stick. Uh, Justin Herbert's gonna come bounce back. Austin Eckler got paid. Well, he didn't get paid, but he got he his contract he wanted. Uh, even if Keenan Allen goes down, I think Quentin Johnson's going to be an excellent receiver to replace him. Mike Williams showed mm-hmm. out last year. Joshua Palmer will be great. Uh, I think their tight end is def- decent at Gerald Everett, and they got some notable people on the uh, on the defensive side of the ball: Asante Samuel, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Joey Bosa. So I, they have the pieces there, and they played two really, really close games of Kansas City last year. And I think the Chargers got better than uh than Kansas City overnight. So I think they could at least split it with Kansas City. If that makes sense. I think they could at least win the game at home. Because okay. it came really, really close last time. It was two unfortunate. I think it was two picks at the end that weren't Justin Herbert's fault. They went off the uh, gloves or the hands of the receivers, which caused the interception, which really turned the games around. So I think uh, if they don't suffer that bad luck, I think they can win the division. It's definitely, actually, no, I can't say it's I definitely think, possible. I mean, it's, it's, it's not. It's not out of a realm of possibility. It's not out of the realm. Of possibility. It, it, it's possible. The Chargers of course, says they but... just have to get over what it's been a consistent thing for their franchise, and that, they're really cursed. Let's, you got to think about it. They're a cursed franchise, and a lot of things that you, you know you've had so many good Charger teams throughout the past couple of years, and it just seems at the end of the day, it's never good enough. And I feel like that's where you get with this team. This is a great team on paper, but you have a consistent team ahead of you in Kansas City that you just can't seem to get over the hump with. And if you can't beat Kansas City, you're not going to have any chance to win not only your division, but to move far in the postseason. And look what happened to them in the playoffs last year. A big-time lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it eviscerated, and they lost in really bad fashion. So they need to get something going this year. It could lead to a coaching change, so that's what I'm worried about th- with them. So I'm not really ready to jump on the bandwagon like I did last season. I'm gonna just that's stick fine. with the I'll, Chiefs, but that's I'll hang out over here. So all you guys hang picking the Chiefs, and I'm picking the Chargers. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. All right. Now let's move on to the NFC, and I want to kind of get this division out of the way because let's just face facts. I think this is probably the worst division in football. That is the <laughs> NFC South. I've had so much problems making a pick to see who would win this division. I'm curious to see what you guys will say. You look at some of what the teams have done in the offseason. Uh, new quarterback in New Orleans in De- uh, Derek Carr. was a David for some reason. Uh, Derek Carr is now the new quarterback in New Orleans. They essentially, I guess, are the favorite to win the division just by default. They definitely have the best quarterback play in the division, which is weird to say. But that's where we stand right now. You look at Atlanta, Desmond Ritter now finally has the keys to the kingdom. He is the starting quarterback. They now have Bijan Robinson there in the backfield to accommodate him. So look to see if the rookie running back will do things. Carolina has a rookie quarterback in Bryce Young with first year head coach and uh, essentially first year head coach, but with the team and Frank Reich. Um, I'm curious to see if Reich can maybe get this team over the hump and 
They had a good second half of the season last year, so if they have any good momentum from last season going into this year, that could maybe lead Carolina to being a surprise team. And Tampa Bay, I mean, the Tom Brady era is over. It's now Baker Mayfield being the starting quarterback for this team. I feel like they're going to probably be one of the worst teams in football, in my opinion. I just don't see them having a really good season at the end of the day. Uh, the defense is getting older. Uh, Mike, the receiving core is also getting older. And they lost Ryan Jensen once again for the for the season. And that really hurt them last year in terms of their offensive line. So I think it's just going to be another tough year for the Bucks. But what so, do you guys have winning this division? I'm, I'm going to be bold here. I'm going to go against the favorite. I'm going to pick the Carolina Panthers. Okay. I like Bryce Young. I think he's the best quarterback currently in this draft outside of Will Levis. They got Miles Sanders, even though he has his injury problems every year. I think he'll play a lot of games. Uh, got Adam Phelan on the cheap. Cheap. They got DJ Chark. They got Hayden Hurst. Uh, so they have players on that side of the ball. I like Shaq Thompson on the other side of the ball. Maybe it's a um, maybe it's my uh, my some some bias with it, but I I just like Carolina. It just it, it seems right to me. I'm gonna pick Carolina here. Okay. Hey, well, so I'm gonna go next. Where I'm gonna go next. Also, shout out Von Bell. Von Bell, the guy from the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. It. it, it I don't. I'm going with New Orleans. I, I I just don't like anybody else in this division. Everybody else has – there are pieces in every team that if they were all on one team, it would be the greatest – it would be the best team in the right. division. But it, it, it's just, you know, I just – I mean, I don't, I don't – can we not pick this division? Yeah. Like, I but, wish we could have, I mean, but we haven't. I mean, I, mean, uh, I got to go with New Orleans. There's going to really. be a really good team that misses the playoffs probably and because of this division happening. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm, uh, I got to go with New Orleans. I, think we're I don't think anyone else is ready. I think we're going to be in store for another year like we did last year where there's not going to be a team that's over 500 potentially in this division. Yeah. Uh, Gracie, you want me to go next or you, you have your pick? Uh, I'm I'm going the Saints too. It's everything else is just so gross. Like it, I, I'm gonna trust Desmond Ritter, Baker. Like no, those two are out automatically. Just those that's chalked. And then you pick Carolina. I mean, Carolina's got Carolina's the only other team that could potentially win. But I think Derek Carr is actually gonna bring new life to the Saints team. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. I mean, especially with Kamara's, what, three games, right? I believe so, yeah. I believe so, yeah. It, for three games, you're missing Kamara. You get him back. They that got offense Wolves has, in the offseason. Yeah, that, that offense has a ton of potential. You got Olave. I mean, Slant Boy might stay healthy for once. Probably not. But Now, I think the failing issue you guys forget to realize for the Saints is – who was the Saints head coach? Dennis Allen. I've seen Dennis Allen coach. It's he's not a, pretty. He's a great defensive-minded coach. Man, that guy can't coach a team overall. And that's why I don't like the Saints at all in this division. So for me, it really comes down to Carolina or Atlanta. And I look back to it. as I really like Atlanta, honestly. But I'm not sure if I'm ready to trust Ritter right now. So for that reason, I'm going to lean towards Carolina winning the division. I, I, think agree. Got, I think you got an idea where Frank Reich has been in the playoffs before 
And he's a really good offensive-minded guy, and that's going to lead to some good offense from this team. Sanders, I think, will be having a, you know, a solid season for this team. Young, I think, in my opinion, will win Rookie of the Year in the I NFL. Disagree. I, I disagree. That's fine. That. Bijan's going to win. Bijan's yeah, going to be the, the Rookie of the Year. That's fine. And it hurts me because I hate Texas. But um, And listen, the Panthers wide receiver court did take a hit when they traded DJ Moore in the offseason. But I still think they have enough pieces to get the ball down the field. I really, real the really big reason I like this team is their defense. I thought the defense made some great strides last season to help them win a lot of their games in the you know the end of the year. Johnson brought up guys like Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, Jack Thompson. They got Von Bell in the offseason. They have some good defensive players, and I think they got my, playmakers. I, I, in my opinion, I, I could see Brian Burns if he takes a huge step this year. I could see him winning Defensive Player of the se- of the Year. I think he's that good of a pass rusher. He was a guy I wanted the Giants to take a couple years ago when he was in the dra- when he was in his draft class, and I think for that reason I want I just, I'll stick with Carolina. If I had to pick a second, it'd probably be Atlanta. I think out of all the teams, I like them the second most, just because if there's not if it's not going to be Bryce Young winning Rookie of the Year, I agree with you guys. I think it will be Bijan just because of how good they run the football in Atlanta. And their defense also made had some good strides in the offseason. Yeah, but their, their uh, defense still their defense still looks like Swiss cheese. It does, but Jesse Bates is, a de- is could definitely help them get a lot better this upcoming season. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I just think that their defense is I, – right. I don't think the Atlanta's defense is there yet. I'm not yeah, I'm not ready to say they are there, there yet. That's why I'm, I'm, I lean towards Carolina a, a bit more than them. But I agree. I think they still need to fix a couple things, maybe more importantly pass rushing in order for them to get back to the postseason. Um, the next team, the next division we'll go into, I think this is kind of another one where, unless maybe I'm proven wrong, I think we all are of the consensus. Uh, for me, I think this is another one where it's San Francisco's division to lose in the NFC West. The Seahawks probably will give them the most trouble out of all the teams there. The Rams are kind of rebuilding. Cooper Cup might not be there now as of today with all the, you know, his injury concerns and stuff like that. Um, but they lost a lot of players in the offseason, and they're, they're starting to get a little bit older, so I think that's going to start leading to a revamp of the entire roster. And the Cardinals, I mean, what much more can you say? Kyler's out. They are really rebuilding. And I, I honestly – could see this being another 0-17 team. Oh, man. Nah, I, that's a little too much. I, I really wow. think the Cardinals might not win a game this season. If they wow. just, if The only way they do is if Kyler plays. If they elect to not play Kyler Murray at all this season, they're not winning a game. What do you mean? They got Josh Dobbs, bro. You just proved my point. Unbelievable. <laughs> Josh Dobbs what is a Tennessee volunteer legend. He's not an NFL legend. We don't know that. Un- I do know that. We we definitely know that. <laughs> I tried. I tried. So give me the 49ers to win the division. Seattle will finish in second, and then the Rams and Cardinals. But I have nothing more to say about it. It's San Francisco's division to lose. Uh, yeah, I, I'd agree with I that. I don't disagree with that. I, I, I don't think that Arizona won't not win a game. I'm not. I, I think I, I don't see them on the game, but I'm telling you, whatever it is, I'm telling you, I really think there's a strong case they could not win in time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking through their schedule right now. I mean, there's some there are some soft spots 
where they can, you know, Pittsburgh. Right, but you could have said the same uh, thing in those Houston. years. You could have said the same thing in the year with the, the Detroit Lions and the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, not the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. I'm sorry, the Cleveland Browns. Because yeah. of the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I'm saying this now that knowing our luck, Sean, Giants will probably lose them in week two. Uh, I hope not. No, no, that's that's. I hope not. That that's that's rough. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the schedule. They're all the games I like them in, or maybe oh. the games against uh, the Rams. I, I mean, I'm Arizona. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I still keep circling around to Pittsburgh, Chicago, no, Pittsburgh. Um. Chicago. Justin Chicago Fields a lot win. better in the offseason. There's not, Chicago's not going to be a run around that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Defense, like it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will handle it. There's no way. That, I, there's no way Houston, Houston is another one I keep coming back to. That, sure. I just think, you know what? I'll give you that. If there's going to be one game, it's going to be Houston. But for the quote-unquote, Johnson and I like to say cinema, I want, I want to know in 17-year. So let it happen. Well, no, not personally, because they're playing a game on December thirty first that I would love to see them. To see them, they're not going to go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. I would love to see them pick them off. Sure, I mean we would love to see them beat every NFC team. Love to see that. No, I don't care if they lose or not to the command to the to the Washington Redskins. I don't. I don't care. Well, you can cancel Sean if you want to. It's a trap. They're going to be the trap game team. That's somebody's what I'm saying. Somebody's so, over the they're only hope yeah. they're going to lose. I'm telling you, yeah. Kyler doesn't play. They're Even not without Kyler, it's a, tra- Josh it's, a, it's a trap game. The, you, it's the NFL. Any team can win on any goddamn Sunday. Not with Josh Dobbs. I, I I hate doing this, but I'm actually going to agree with Grayson. And wow. that's why I like to pick a lot more. <laughs> so thank you for proving my point. Uh, All right, um, let's yeah, move on. Yeah, we're going to move on to the next <laughs> question. I don't think there's really much more we have to say about the NFC West other than the Niners' clear-cut favorite. Um, but the Seahawks, like I said, did make some good moves. They got Jackson Smith and Jigba in the draft. I thought that was pretty good for them. So I think they'll be another – you know, they'll be in the play, in the postseason hunt. Uh, let's move on to the NFC East. I know I was going to potentially save this one for last, but – the NFC North, to me, I think is a tough division to pick for, for firstly for me, so I want to save that one for last. Let's move into the NFC East. Obviously, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year. They did lose a lot of players in the in the offseason, but they did make some trades getting DeAndre Swift, and they got Rashad Penny as well in the offseason to replace the running back field after they lost Miles Sanders. They also got Jalen Carter in this past NFL draft with Nolan Smith. So they got some good defensive players to help fix, you know, any needs that they have on the defensive side of the ball. They pretty much have overall the same, most of the same team from that Super Bowl run last year. You got to believe they are the clear-cut favorite to win this division. But for Sean and I, obviously our, we're hoping that our New York Giants hey. take another. I'm still, you are not a Giants fan, Grayson. No, this is you're bullshit. only a fan because of David Sills. That's it. You no, are not it's a Giants fan. No, okay, you are I'll, not I'll, I'll a Giants it. fan. You are a Giants fan because Brian Dable went to Ranger playoff games. That's yeah. That's you it. know what? I've sworn my allegiance. I don't last about four And years. I told you last year we rejected you. And I don't give a shit because I still uh, root for Too that. bad. You're going to have to deal with it. You are rejected. I will say this, we though. We do not accept you as a Giants fan. Giants. I, I really did like what the Giants did in this offseason to try to accommodate what happened last year. 
Daniel Jones got paid. They brought Barkley back on the one-year deal. They made some, you know, they got Deontay Banks in the draft. Trey Hawkins has looked like a, a really good player for them in this past, you know, this trading camp in the preseason. So that's guy. That's a guy they found in the seventh round that might be a boundary quarter for them yeah, this that, coming season. That'd be great. Um, Isaiah Simmons, I thought was a home run trade for that them. Was great. Boogie Basham, they got as well for the Buffalo yeah, Bills. If you're yeah. able to develop these guys to where they were supposed to be in the NFL draft, that's a home run for New York overall. They also got Jalen High in the draft, who I love personally. I think he'd be a really good wide receiver for this team. John Michael Schmitz is the new starting center. That's a big my upgrade, in my pick. opinion, over John Feliciano. That was your first round pick. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one for you. Um, I really do like what the Giants did this offseason. I think they were gonna be in contention to make a playoff spot. Only concern is gonna be their schedule. They have one of the toughest schedules of this in the entire NFL going into the season. And I think if you want to prove to be a playoff team once again, you gotta get past that tough schedule. And I think if they're able to win nine to ten games, they'll probably be back in the playoffs once again. I'm, I don't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I could see them winning nine games out of this. Yeah. I could see them winning ten games out of this. Yeah, I think it's real for me. There's like a, it's a swing of either going seven and ten or ten and seven. There's yeah. like those, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of games. I, I've kind of said this. I've kind of said this the last like three seasons. Right. I think I'll be fine with. I won't be fine, but I'll accept any of those records. Well, I think after making the playoffs, now you want to see them back in it. You don't really want to like obviously miss it. Uh, of course. But I can see, I can see a, a scenario based off of the teams they're playing in which they do finish seven and ten. Yeah, it's possible. And it's it hates possible. me. That pains me as a Giants fan because I don't want to see that happen. But I mean, there's also a part of me that sees them going ten and seven out of this, right? Or anywhere in between. And then you look at the rest of the division. The Cowboys have had some moves in which you know they got rid of Ezekiel Elliott. It's now Tony Pollard's show there. They got Brandon Cooks in a trade with the Houston Texans. Um, they also got Stephon Gilmore in a trade with the Colts. Um, they're going to be contending for a playoff spot as much as I hate to say it. They're still a good team, you know, roster-wise. It's going to be off the Dak Prescott and not throwing a lot of interceptions like he did last season. And Dak is trash. Yeah, it's pretty hard to win football games. Dak is quarterback. So, I think for Dallas, it's going to be another year where – Cooper Rush? Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying that. I'm just going to say, well, remember, they have Trey Lance now, too. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. It's going to be another year in which you're hoping, if you're a Cowboy fan, you're hoping that things don't go wrongfully for you like how you have the last couple of decades. But I'm okay with it not going their way. So let's let's, uh, let's see I'm some. I'm always more. okay with it not let's, going uh, Dallas's way. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it going that way. No offense. F Dallas. And then for Washington, this is going to be an interesting year for them. They have a new quarterback in Sam Howell. We saw him in the final game of last season. Now he gets the full-time reign at quarterback for this upcoming year. Um, they won't have Terry McLaurin, it looks like, for week one uh, against the Cardinals. So he'll be out for that game and maybe more, depending on what his injury status is. But, Commanders, listen, new owner. A lot of things to look forward to if you're a fan of them and hoping that maybe things will go right under the new ownership. They have a, a team on paper that's not terrible. I just think it's up to Howell for this season to see if he does good. This team could be contending for a playoff spot. If he does bad, then they'll be in contention for maybe the number one overall draft pick. So who knows? Yeah. I, I think the defense will carry them the way. Yeah, the, the defense has been 
is definitely one of the best defenses in football. I think the defense will carry them away. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. The bright spot for me, if I was a Redskins fan, is that is that their owner's gone. Well, that was the Super Bowl. It's it's. I wish I could only wish that the New York Knicks would do that with Jim Dolan. Oh no. Hey, 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 don't bring up Jim Dolan over here. Let's keep it civil. Hey, listen, listen, the Mets finally got rid of the Will Ponds. It is now time for the Knicks to and Rangers to step up and get and uh, let's get rid I'm of this not, guy. I'm not getting this guy into stinks. This. He this guy stinks. In the last five or six let's years, he writes checks. He's not cheap. He's been staying out of the media. I don't care. We're staying off well this topic. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with you. He does stay out of the Rangers uh, stuff, so I can't hate him too much. No, I, I just don't like him. I don't well, I like, but anyway, um, yeah. I, I just think that I, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're trending upwards. I mean, I mean, not having an owner that that uh, will it's meddle legit. in their situation, I think that I think that helps because uh, a lot of what happened with RG three and some other players over the years with Washington was this guy thinking that he knows how to be a general manager, and it's the same issue that Dallas had. Or, or has with Jerry Jones. They think that they know more than the guys they have in place, and and that's where they get hurt. Now, being that said, who do we have winning this division? Are we all of the consensus of picking the Eagles right now? Why Eagles fly? It's, I will say this. I'm picking the Eagles, but – I'm not taking the Cowboys to finish second. I think the Giants will finish second this year. I, I have, agree. I agree with that. I have Eagles, I, Giants, Eagles, Eagles, Giants, Cowgirls, and Redskins. It's not yeah, even the same any way bias against Dallas. I haven't got all of them. Okay. It's more of the fact that I look at the Cowboys' schedule. They have a lot of tough games this season. And, yeah, they really do. And I'm really – I'm not going to say I'm concerned that they're going to lose a lot of those games, but I'm just saying they re- It's those are not going to be easy games for them this upcoming year. And Agreed. I feel like the Giants, I think where you're going from, the Giants, so many games last season, you saw this team where on paper they should not have won, and they were able to sneak them out and pull off those wins. And I think yeah. you're, building, you're basing it off and building it off of that from last season. If that happens again this year, I think the Giants should finish better than the Dallas in the standings. But I wouldn't be surprised still if Dallas, despite being in third place, still makes the playoffs just because the NFC is kind of weak overall. In terms of you know star power from these teams, yeah. And then we go into the final division. That is the NFC North, and I'm going to love with you. I've had a lot of problems picking this division because I said it a while back. I could make a case for each team in this division winning the entire thing. I the Lions right now are the sentimental favorite. Great end of the season last year. They made some good moves in the offseason, one of them being getting David Montgomery for their backfield. They also got Jameer Gibbs in the draft. Um, those are some pretty big moves for their offensive side, as well as having Amon Ross St. Brown still as one of their top players on the team. Aiden Hutchinson, their star draft pick from last year as well. The Vikings won this division last year, had a really good season in, in the regular year, and they lost some big players. Adam Thielen and Dalva Cook, most notably, from their offense, they lost to Darius Smith on the defensive side. Daniil Hunter has been asking for a trade. Did get signed back, though, but he's on a one-year deal right now, so he could be going very soon. And Kirk Cousins is also on an expiring contract very soon. So 
the Vikings could be in a, a scenario where they either win the division this year or they're going to be making a lot of changes going into next season. So they're a weird team, kind of a tweener team for me right now. I'd be asking for a trade if I was Justin Jefferson, to be honest with you. And, he, and they're trying to yeah, sign him as quickly I, as I'd possible. Want I'd want out if I was him. Um, doesn't look good. The Green Bay Packers, we know the story. Aaron Rodgers is no longer the quarterback. It's now Jordan Love's opportunity to get the start. This is a very young Packers team, kind of not really synonymous with old Packer teams in which they have a lot of veteran presence. A lot of young talent on this team. Christian Watson, uh, Romeo Dobbs, they got Jaden Reed in this past draft for their offense in terms of receiver. Um, you look at the defensive side of the ball, that's really what's going to have to keep the Packers in, in this entire division. It's going to really come down to their defense. Jair Alexander and Rashawn Gary, most notably, as well as Kenny Clark, are going to have to be the leaders of that defense in order to keep them alive in that NFC North. So it really all will depend on how Jordan Love will develop in this first year. If he doesn't have a good year, then – they probably will look into drafting a quarterback in this upcoming draft or maybe try to sign someone in free agency. And then finally for the Chicago Bears, they did a lot of moves in the offseason. Obviously had the number one pick, traded it down to Carolina. They got DJ Moore in the trade as well. They were able to overall make some big-time moves in the offseason. Got Tremaine Edmonds from the Buffalo Bills. I believe they also got... I'm trying to think of his name from the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe TJ Edwards is his name, the linebacker. They were able to really fix that defense in the offseason, which was a big problem for them last year. And Justin Fields had a pretty strong second half of the season last year as well. And you got Darnell right now on the offensive line with him as well to try to protect him. The Bears, I think, in my opinion, made a lot of good moves in the offseason. And I think I'm not ready to say that they – are my pick to win the division, but they could give the rest of this division a lot of problems just because if everything goes right for them, it really could be this good sign up trending towards for Chicago as the next couple of years go on. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. no, no, no. I was just saying, I agree kind of. Um, but with that being said, who do we have winning the NFC North? I'll, I'll start if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Give me the Packers. You kind of summed it up. I, I like what they have on both sides of the ball. I am a firm believer in Jordan uh, Jordan Love. He studied Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years when he was really, really good. Kind of similar, following that Packer tradition of taking a quarterback early, sitting him for a year or two, maybe even three, learning the schemes, learning the offense, and then performing in their rookie year or their quote-unquote first year starting. So I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I guess I'll go. I'm going to go probably the Minnesota Vikings. As much as I think there's a lot of turmoil, I just, they're a solid group still. They, I mean, you have JJ. You still got Kirk. I mean, I think Madison's actually a really good running back. Um, the offense is obviously good. Defense is, I mean, going through its troubles with, I mean, Daniil trying to get out. But they're still probably the best overall team in that division. Okay. Um, well, I, I got to be different. I'm going with Detroit. Uh, I don't I, – I mean, every team has something. But I just think that Detroit – I mean – I mean, I know the goofball ain't the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's he's been there. He's done 
He's done some decent things in the playoffs. He hasn't lit it up by by any stretch of the imagination. But I think I think it'll be Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. Oh, I think oh, I didn't get my four. I, I think I think you have to also look at where the Lions are currently at. It's not it's not a coincidence that they're being put on the opening game of the season against the Kansas City Chiefs. The hype is there for this team right now. They're one of the favorites in the NFC to get to the Super Bowl. And obviously, they haven't been to the Super Bowl in their team's history. So there's a lot to be looked at for this entire team in terms of getting there. Um, for me, though, I just – I don't know. I, I want to believe in it. I like Dan Campbell. Like, he's one of my favorite coaches in the league. Um, I just really want – I really want to pick the Packers, but after what they did to me last season, I'm not ready to do it. So I'm going to lead towards Detroit winning the division. I'm not really happy about the pick. It's just I'm really was really dis, you know disgusted by what the Packers did to me last season. I'm just not ready to try to take them again. But I could really see them win the division. I probably put them in second place. And truth behold, I think the Vikings are going to finish in last place. I don't think they're going to be good this season. I think I would rather. I think I would rather. You know, I think I like the Bears a lot more than them. I think you'll see Justin Fields take that next big step this year. I definitely think he's going to take that step. I just don't know if the rest of that team's good enough for it DJ, to really uh, matter Moore that be, much. Will be the be be the biggest you know one of the biggest things for them going next season. I think. I, I mean, they got some weapons on offense, but again, I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't like their defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I like some pieces. But I just don't like their defense as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, they they, they revamped it in the offseason. I think they made some decent moves to fix it, but I just don't think it's quite there yet. I agree with yeah. you. I definitely think the Lions are going to be a really good team this year. I just, I don't know. I think it's a lot of pressure for that team right now. Yeah. And I think Dan Campbell's a good coach, but I don't know if they're going to be able to really hold it off. I just think Minnesota's been there, done that. I think they'll be able to hold on just enough. All right. So now we'll go into our picks for the NFL MVP. We'll just give a quick um, reasoning as to who you think is going to win MVP before we head into our Super Bowl matchup. And then we head into the final segment, which is our mushing hour. So who do we have winning MVP this year? Jalen Hurts. Okay. Jalen Hurts, he's going to live off the hype. He can't beat Mahomes every year. Uh, I think there will be an anti-Herbert narrative out there, especially if him and um, him and Hertz are close. Uh, Joe Burrow may get a little injured. I think Hertz is the safe pick here. Uh, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. I just I I, I like that he still has. I mean, I, I just like the weapons that he has around him. As long as he has Kelsey, he's fine. As long yeah. as he has Kelsey, he's fine. But even his receivers, I don't think his receivers are terrible. I think I think he can. He's one of those guys uh, like Tom Brady that because because he has that one thing, he has a tremendous arm and can stretch the pocket. He can find anybody. He can turn. He doesn't uh, like Tom Brady. He doesn't need the greatest wide receivers in the world to be successful. Yeah, he finds ways to create plays. Yeah, too, I, I just, I just, yeah, I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes again. I'm prob 
God, I really want to pick Joe Burrow, but I just don't think he's going to stay healthy this year. So I'm more actually have to agree with Sean and go Mahomes. Wow, that's two things me and Grayson agreed on. This has never happened. <laughs> Congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. You are mushed. You like <laughs> did that on purpose. Well, I'll be I'll be the person to not take Mahomes. I'll take Joe Burrow to win uh, MVP this year. I right. want to. The injury, the injury stuff would concern me, but I think he'll play the full season, and I think that Orlando Brown uh, signing is going to be looked upon more than ever. He helped Mahomes win MVP last year. I think he'll help uh, Burrow win MVP this year. Well, that's definitely fair. I, as much as I wanted to take him, I just – I don't know, man. Now, I get worried with him. All Now we'll be waiting for before we get to the Bushing Hour. Who do we have going to the Super Bowl, and who do we have winning it all this year? I, I, I have my pick. Uh, give me Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals versus the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And the Bengals you... winning it all. Okay, the Bengals winning it all. Ooh. That's a good one. Sean, you can go. I have Kansas City versus Detroit. Kansas you got the Lions in the, in the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Um, And then you wake up. Wow. No, no. I see that I don't. First off, I don't trust I don't trust any of the teams in the NFC. I don't think any of them I don't think the winner of the Super Bowl is coming out of the NFC. There's no way. Oh no. I just I, I don't trust I don't trust Philadelphia. They've besides being a rival of mine, but from an objective standpoint of view, I just think they've lost too much. I think they've lost too much. San Francisco is kind of the same thing. I don't think they're quite there yet. The NFC East, the NFC South is trash. And I just think Detroit is going to wind up being sneaky enough that they're going to they're going to put a few things together and make some kind of run in the playoffs. I mean, but any of these teams, I feel Philadelphia, the Giants, Green Bay, San Francisco, or Seattle, they could all make a run and 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 get there. Obviously, it depends on who's healthy or not. I just see Detroit. Detroit just seems like they're sneaky enough to 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 do the do the job. Grayson, Nick, this is going to sound boring. I'm going to repeat this past Super Bowl. I really uh, am. I, uh, <laughs> no originality. Stop. Uh, I want. I want. Stop. Okay, hold Stop. on. My, my what my real pick really wants to be is Bills. Bills and 49ers, but I just I don't see the 49ers being able to beat the Eagles, and the Chiefs are just they're the best team in the NFL, and it's it's really not close. No, there's not they're not them. You're not lying about that. So it, it's really tough to pick against them in the AFC. And who do you but have? You know, uh, who do you have winning? Chiefs. So Eagles, Chiefs, part two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Chiefs winning again. Did you did you really expect less out of out of someone from West Virginia? But hold on, but hold, wait. I mean, come on, Johnson. But he's got a. He, there's a good point to this, and I'm not taking the Chiefs and the Eagles. My pick is going to be um, Bengals Eagles, and here's the reason why. This team gets back to back Super Bowl berths, but think of it this way, Sean. Imagine seeing the tears of the Eagle fans losing back to back years. 
Oh, I oh, I can't wait for Eagles fans to lose. Right. I think it's great. So that's why I think it's great. And, but the funny part is, they've shown they, they, they their fans have shown they don't know how to lose and they don't know how to win. So it's right, and it's it's, it's, it's going to be it's funny either way, you know. Right. But it's just, and I think, I mean, and I think for a team that suffered so much in the Bengals. You've seen that they're right there. I understand they lost Bates and Bell. In it's the their defense that worries me. Yeah, defense uh, is definitely a concern. But if there's any offense that can keep going despite of what their defense is doing, it's definitely the Bengals' offense. And yeah, as yeah, much I, as it would be, I don't hate the it. Chiefs. I understand that they're probably going to be a lot of people's favorites. I just want to see the Bengals get there. I agree. and I it's really want to see this team win. It as much as my heart was pulling me away from taking the Chiefs, like it's just it's so hard not to, man. Like I just think Patrick Patrick Mahomes to me, I mean, he kind of goes. He's he's kind of like again another another comparison to Tom Brady. He gets when when the big lights turn on, he just he's goes to another level. He's yeah. just a beast. And Tom well, Brady was the same way. When the big lights mm-hmm. come on, the guy. The guy goes to another to another stratosphere. Well, we talk about Patrick Mahomes, and we'll get to see him on opening night. Obviously, with the Chiefs being the reigning defending Super Bowl champions, they will be playing on opening night on Thursday, September seventh, against the Detroit Lions. As we now commence, Johnson, the mushing hour. Where, <laughs> if you would like to tell the viewers, the listeners at home, what does the mushing hour entail? Well, that's a great, great question. So the mushing hour is when winners become losers and losers become winners simply because we say so because by the power of all our mushing, what we think is going to happen, usually the inverse happens, hence the mushing hour. Correct. And last year we had an up and down year in the NFL, so look to make better picks this year and help some of the viewers maybe not think this is the mushing hour. I think as an aggregate, not um, not to... interrupt you i think yeah. as an aggregate we did pretty well we hit about 55 percent, which is more than you could really ask right. for as long as you're in the green that's all that matters so yeah. with that being said uh the alliance of chiefs play on opening night the current uh line for this game the chiefs are six and a half favorites over under is 54 points who would like to get us started with the first nfl mushing hour pick? um lines with the points Lions plus six and a half. Okay, I think it's a lot of points to cover. What's it, what's the point line? Uh, minus six, six and, and a half. Chiefs for an NFL for an NFL game, especially early in the season. Six and a half is a lot of points. Uh I'm I'm gonna say Kansas City in the under. So Kansas City might lie in the under. Yeah. I, I I I think it'll be a closer game. I don't see I don't see it being six points. I think it'll be a closer game, but it's opening night in Kansas City. I I, I like I like Detroit. I just don't like Detroit here. Okay, Nick, I'll go. Uh, yep. Give me Kansas City minus six and a half. And you got to pick now. And I will take the under for this game. I think that the the spread is too really concerning for me to take right now. I do love the under, though. I agree with Sean, where it's opening night. 
these defenses are going to come out to play. You're going to see these offenses early on in the season. They're not going to be, you know, gelling just of yet. It's going to take a little bit for these new mm-hmm. offenses to, you know, overall be good as the season goes on. So I think with that, I think you'll see a low-scoring game. My opinion, I think the final will be 23, maybe 20. So I could see the Lions covering the spread, but I'm not really like, you know, not so I'm long. not confident right now to, to yeah. take it. All right, that leads us to our second game. The Cincinnati Bengals on the road going to Cleveland and to take on the Browns. Bengals on the road, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 47-and-a-half at the over-under. Who wants to start us off? I will take the Bengals' money line for this game. Bengals' money line. Okay, who wants to go next? Uh, I'm going to take the Browns. Money line or points? I'm going to take the Browns and, and the points. Okay, so expecting a close one. Browns could either win outright or lose slightly. Okay. Johnny, what was the spread again? I'm Two and sorry. a half Bengals. Yep. You know what? Give me the give me the Bengals minus the points. All right, and I'm agreeing with Grayson. So three out of four of us picked the Bengals to either the win or the points. So, so, so good luck, Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah. Wow, mushing out off to a great start. Oh, so the next game we have <laughs> our the. San Francisco 49ers on the road going to the Steel City, Pittsburgh. Take on the Steelers. 49ers on the road. Two and a half point favorites. 40 and a half is the over under. Uh, I'll I'll jump on that. I'll take the under. I'll I'll, I'll play it quick. These are two of the best defenses in the NFL. I don't think you're going to see a high scoring game. I think you'll see a 17-14 final. Just not really sure who's going to win the game. I could see the Steelers actually pulling this one off. See, I'm actually going 49ers minus the points and the under. So 49ers points and the under. I'm I'm going 49ers and the under. Wow. Okay. Sean and Grayson agreeing. Oh, Grayson agreeing, yeah. And you all took the under. That means to take the over. I'm that taking Steelers that, plus yeah. two and a half, though. I think it's to be a close one. I think the Steelers were, will lose maybe on a last-minute field goal that puts up uh, the 49ers maybe one or two points. So I'm going to take Steelers plus two and a half. Okay. The next game we have are the Los Angeles Chargers uh, and the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati and Miami. the Miami Dolphins. Excuse me. Wrong animal. Dolphins on the road going into Los Angeles. So it's going to be a Dolphins home game. Uh, Chargers minus three. Uh, technically at home, but not really. Over under at 50 and a half. <laughs> there probably will be more Dolphin fans. They're definitely they travel will. well. I will take the Chargers minus three. I'm also taking charges minus three. God damn Oh, it. boy. John? Uh-uh. He wants to do the same fucking <laughs> thing. God, I hate I, I really hate that, but I got to say the same thing. All right, and we have our first witching hour. We have everyone, including myself, because I'm also taking charges minus three. So we have oh, our Miami's first witch of the season. Miami is sick, everyone. Miami's We're all agreeing on charges minus three. This is yep. going to be the inverse now. Miami alt spread. Minus three and a half. Yeah, minus minus, <laughs> minus seven is a lock. Didn't hear you heard it here first, but this is not financial advice. Our next game, <laughs> we have the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl runner-up going into Foxborough to the New England Patriots. Eagles, even though they are on the road, three and a half point favorites. Over under set at forty four and a half. Eagles alt spread minus six and a half. <laughs> Shots. All right, that's good. I paid writing that down. I, I have uh, Philadelphia and the under. Money line or points? Points. Okay. 
Okay. Nick? Uh, can I just not can I just ask for a tie at this point? You can ride with me, Nick. I can't. Well, that's the usual, that's the usual Sean thing of wanting both of their team buses to collide on the, on the interstate on the way to the game. <laughs> well, I'm not going to hope for that. But <laughs> I'm going to take – unfortunately, Johnson, I can't take the Panthers. I'm just not ready to do that right now. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, I'll take them – you know what? I'm gonna take the Patriots plus plus three and a half. I think the Eagles will win on the last second field goal. All right, Nick, I respect you more than these other two because I'm taking Patriots money line. Because if I took Patriots points, I'd be rooting for failure. So I gotta take the money line. I gotta. <laughs> <take> the <laughs> at least, at least, wow. listen. I didn't say they were gonna lose. I just I took the points. Listen, I I respect that. I appreciate that. Our next Both turn. Uh, our next uh, the next team we got up. We got the Cheeseheads, the Packers going into Chicago to play in the worst stadium of all time, taking on that, the Bears. No, nah, it's FedEx Field. Now, Soldier, Soldier Field Field is old and outdated. But I hear what you're saying because FedEx Field is also really terrible. Yeah. They, they, how can you say that Soldier Field is bad? FedEx Field, the toilets were running into the stands last year. Anyway, the all right. The second worst, off. the second worst stadium in the there NFL, Chicago Bears at home, minus one favorites. It's going to be Jordan Love's debut game. Over under set at forty three and a half. Who do you guys got? Tough game. I got, I got Bears minus three. Okay, all three and three and and all spread. They're going to field goal. This is basically a pick'em if you look at it. This it is, is a pick'em. Yeah. It's definitely a pick'em. It is a pick'em. Okay. I got uh, I got uh Packers in the under the points. Okay. I, okay. Oh. Yeah, this is this is tough pick. I think honestly being that it's his first start, yeah, I know he had a start against the Chiefs a, while, a couple years ago, but it's his first true official start as an NFL starting caliber quarterback. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna take the Packers money line. All right, Packers money line. I'm also going Packers money line. So Nick and I are both agreeing that the Packers are gonna win outright. Don't uh, say sh- they're gonna win too. Yeah, I mean it's plus one, plus yeah. one. If they get still lose on a last minute field goal, that's possible, or last minute touchdown. Uh, Grayson thinking the Bears are not only gonna win, but they're going to win on more than a field goal. Okay, we have our. I guess our second primetime game of the year and our first primetime game of Sunday night football of the Dallas Cowboys going into MetLife Stadium. Remember now that Dallas Cowboys have beaten the New York Giants every single season for the last couple of years. Hey. I don't think the Giants have won. Listen, this is important for betting-wise. This is important betting-wise. I'm not, not doing for digs. I don't think they've beaten the Giants since um, – I don't think the Giants have beaten the Cowboys since 2019. But No, I think it was tw- I think it was 2020. Okay, it's been about – Whatever the year Dak got hurt. It's been about three years. It's, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. About six or seven games. So Dallas riding high on this winning streak, going into East Ruffersford, New Jersey. Remember, this stadium is not in New York because of Sheldon Silver. All righty then. So we have Dallas <laughs> minus three and a half favorites on the road. Forty six and a half is the over under. Gentlemen, your picks. I'm thinking Giants money line. Oh no! Why would he say that? Because I hate the, the Cowboys. What's wrong with you, Grayson? Because I hate the fucking Cowboys. Can Johnson make his pick? Because he's the most impartial uh, person here. I can. I'm also. Go- I'm not going to take Giants money line, but I am going to take Giants alternative spread minus two. Oh man. 
I think that you guys win by a field goal. Oh, I think it's no. gonna be a tie game, and you'll you'll nail a field goal. Oh no, we're gonna mush them so bad, dude. Not like this. This sucks. This is like the playoff game all over again with the Vikings, where I didn't want to take the Giants because I didn't want to. I didn't want to screw them. Oh, this really stinks. Oh, Giants in the under points. Okay, the Giants plus three and a half. All right, and oh, the no. under. I think it's safe. No, you know what? I'm going to be like Johnson earlier, where I'm. If I take plus three and a half, that's just essentially being okay with losing. I'll go with Giants money line. Screw it. I like it, Nick. You're taking more of a risk than me with Giants money. I mean, just same it's, amount of risk. It's same amount of risk. Yeah. So we all are all agreeing that the Giants are either going to win or be a very close game with Dallas. So congrats on Dallas Cowboys for the first win of the season. No, 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 no not this time. Nope, 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 nope. Anyway. Oh. The final anyway, game of the week. And our final game on September the 11th, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, we have the New York, geez, the Buffalo Bills going to the New York Jets. There you go. Can, can I just say one thing about this game? Oh, I know yes. you know with this. It, it should the, be the Jets NFL, and yeah. yeah, the NFL yeah. again has gotten this wrong. The commissioner does this every year. This was set up perfectly. Jets, Giants, September yep. 11th. I don't know what they're thinking, but anyway, I anyway. I digress. Yes, it's, this game should have been Jets and Giants. Massive, massive mistake. You could have scheduled the Bills on Monday night football and no uh, Sunday night football. No one would bat it an eye. But we do have the Bills at the Jets going in the MetLife Stadium. Uh, Bills minus two and a half points on the road, but they're favorites. So the favorites on the road minus two and a half, 46 and a half is the over under. Almost Jets identical. Money. Jets game. money line the over. Hmm. Okay. Feeling it. It's it's in my bones. I know Shaw's not gonna pick the Jets. No. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo. I'm saying Buffalo money line and the under. I okay, already, Nick. I'm struggling with this pick. Can you go back to me? Yeah, because I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the New York Jets here. I'm gonna take the money line. I'm gonna take him because the NFL is gonna rig rig a game on 9-11 for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers first start in prime time. You betcha. <laughs> Damn, Johnson, did, do they just mail the script to you every year? They do. <laughs> I'm gonna also tell you that, that they also do for the MLB. Jason Dominguez is gonna hit, go for the cycle as the first game as a Yankee. Book it. All right. You heard it here. You're gonna bet Jason Dominguez for the cycle on Friday. Uh... Oh, man. I'm going to be in attendance for this game. It should be a very emotional night. Aaron Rodgers makes his debut as a Jet. You know what? Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Jets' money line. And there you have it, folks. I am not happy with taking it. But, Sean, if you think of it this way, I mushed the Jets. So now, Buffalo. I hope so. I hope so. Also, oh, I just can't. I just, I just can't I, take it. I just see this being the Jets and Bills will split the season series, but you yep. know, Jets will go into Buffalo. Jet, uh, Bills will win. That want to get revenge. I just think with the emotions of that night, um, you got you know it was different last year. Obviously, the same, they had the same issue with Baltimore. They did not get out of the gate right, but now it's a whole new look for this team, and I think the Jets will be able to start the season off strong. I have them in the playoffs this year. Um, 
And I think this will be the start of a good postseason. Well, I don't know about run, but at least getting into that postseason for New York. So we'll see. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be enjoying listening to my first uh, Manning cast of yeah. the season as I do not listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And that's a conversation for after the podcast. But that's going to do it for this week's edition of the All Gas No Break Sports Show as we did a preview of the NFL season as well as picking our picks for each division, Super Bowl, and for this upcoming week number one. We would like to thank Sean Mulligan once again for once again coming onto the show. Uh, we always love having you on the show, and I'm sure you'll be on future shows with us here, you know, discussing all of the news in the NFL. Any last remarks, Sean? I'm happy to be here as always. Um, I enjoy my time messing with Grayson and West Virginia. I hate West Virginia, but, um, you know, I'm happy to be here anytime you guys want me. I'm looking forward to the next time. I'm sure. <laughs> fuck you. <clears throat> well, that's a subtle fuck you at the end of the show. I'm uh, nice. you're, you're a total jackass, <laughs> Grayson, just so you know. Nothing show. new. I have been Nicholas Vavoda, joined <laughs> alongside by Andrew Johnson, Grayson Sheepy G. Marino, and for this week, Sean Mulligan. This has been the All Gas No Break Sports Show. Have a great rest of your weekend.